exactly and what deal you did to make your first million dollars i can tell you it's how i came up similar to coming out the grave huh can't be acting like a bitch trying to get saved bruh get that dirt up off your shoulder step your game up can't be chasing pussy switch your ways up can't be f***ing off your loot you gotta save up so you gonna probably fail trying to play us Streets ain't for everybody, get your grades up Ain't about your money, you just looking for a stage, huh? And all that stunt put a in your brain, huh? Stupid, you can't fade us Like, who even raised cubs? Where you come from? Where you get your name from? You was in the house, not with the runaway slaves, huh? You were never in the spot when they raid, huh? You ain't really bought it, little this a phase, huh? I would rather shoot before I run Pressure on my shoulder when it's done you should try and do what we done Make a million dollars while you young I would rather shoot before I run Pressure on my shoulder where it's tough You should try and do what we done Make a million dollars while you young Oh yes, yes, y'all That's the voice That is the man That is the legend The good brother Nipsey Hussle this is KCWG, thetruth.com. The name of this program is Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome, and that was the music of an artist that we are paying tribute and paying respects to tonight. So we already have our first guest on the line, but before I let you know about them, I want to let you know we have a Facebook page out there, facebook.com slash soulchildrenla, where you can follow our page, and we have an archive as well, mixcloud.com slash soulchildrenla. Well, we had a shocking development yesterday in the world of music and hip-hop and really the, the world of entrepreneurship and real estate enterprise. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, ladies and gentlemen, uh, was shot and uh, met his demise, unfortunately, uh, I think around 3-something yesterday afternoon in Southern California in front of his store. And so uh, the reverberation has been resounding all throughout the hip-hop community social media alike, and everybody is still trying to come to grips with the contribution of this very, very unique standout artist. So to help me have an understanding of this artist, I want to welcome back our guest. She was here last week to help us break down the movie Us, but she's also here with some insight on this as well. First, I want to introduce you once again, Juliana J. Bowden. Miss Bowden, are you there? I am so here. How are you, DJ Rowan? Thanks for having me back. Oh, it's always a joy to have you here. And joining Juliana and us, <laughs> we have an amazing contributor to HollywoodPost.com. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome for the very first time to Psychotic Bump School, Raina Royale. Miss Royale, are you there? Hey, I'm here, and I'm so excited to be here on top. I'm oh, so um, grateful that you guys invited us on the show, so let's get it. Oh, it's such an honor to have you here. Now, I was flubbing all kind of names last week. I want to make sure I have it right. It's Raina Royale, correct? Yes, Raina Royale, that's correct. Okay, well, this was um, something that we're all still getting used to. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, uh, let's start with Miss Raina Royale. What can you tell us about the life of Mr. Nipsey Hussle? What does he mean and did he mean to the world of hip-hop? I mean, to the world of hip-hop alone, Nipsey Hussle was just like an icon. He was a community leader, you know, and people are still currently right now on Crenshaw and Boston and supporting um, love, and they, they kind of equivocate his legacy to, to those of Dr. Martin Luther King and Tupac, and they're there um, just 
mm-hmm. pay respects to him. And um, I had the opportunity of actually knowing him um, as a child. And uh, that gift of his was very um, relevant and apparent um, in school even. So um, one of our last interviews, we were able to reminisce on that. So he definitely was a mm-hmm. leader. And the, the streets of L.A., not only just hip-hop culture streets of L.A., but everyone's, like, really hurting about the whole situation. Oh, absolutely. So I definitely want to go more into that. Juliana Bowden, I know he meant something to you as well. As a journalist, as an artist in your own right, um, how could you sum up the uh, the contribution of Mr. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, Juliana Bowden? Well, I would sum up the contribution to not only music, but also all things culture as a holistic contribution. Actually, hang on one second. I've got Paul from Rap Sheet Hollywood uh, chiming in, okay. and I think he wants to join us in the conversation. Hang on one moment, one one moment. Okay, we will see what we can do. Let us know if we need to take a break. So let me go back to Miss Royale. No, 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 no. Briefly. Actually, can you hear me? I can, can you hear, hear you. Did you bring him in? Um, I've got... Hello? Uh, I've got Pluke from Rap Sheet Hollywood on the line with me, also one of the Hollywood Post channels alongside Black Tree TV. And Pluke, what Raina from HollywoodPost.com and I were just saying about the contribution of Nipsey Hussle, not only to music, I was about to say that he supported STEM education. He supported all things. Break that down. What is that? that Can you break that down? STEM education, science, technology. Um, engineering, mathematics, education for go. young people. And I want uh, Raina and Paul to, to help me out with this. He had so many businesses and things on top of being a stellar MC. Because when you come in the rap game, no matter what else you bring in, you got to have mm-hmm. your mic game straight. Nothing else matters right, right. if you're calling yourself an MC. And what he did Absolutely. in hip-hop, you know, as a, as what he did in hip hop as a musician, the, uh, it, it was kind of like taking a test. If everything else is extra credit, he had the basics down pat, and you could tell mm-hmm. in his style that he respected not only you know he, he he respected the people that came before him like crazy. He always had like some type of like uh, collaboration, be it with like a Snoop Dogg or whom, whomever. He, he collaborated with so many people. I always felt that he had a, a deep, some of the deepest senses of community more than almost any artist that I'd ever heard. But like I said, I think that Raina, speaks, Raina, and, Raina and P can speak more to that, and I can chime in okay. on the significance of his support of STEM education and the fact that he was Absolutely. a holistic leader that was born, born in the streets and unfortunately... Um, so sometimes those that try to go and stay where they are from meet their demise where they are at, and whether or not they should have been there yeah. is up for it, it, it. It's up for discussion to a certain point, but it's up for celebration because if not them, who? That's right. 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 Totally. Absolutely. Totally. Well, One of the things that I loved about him was that um, absolutely while he was young. Thank you. Um, yeah, while he was young, when he was younger, um, I reconnected with Nipsey, um, and this is when this is right when he dropped his first mixtape. He still had really short hair; it was in pigtails, and we were actually on set for a documentary of um, Bone Thugs and Harmony that they were being shot. So when he came up to me, I thought that he was just an extra, 
in the documentary because of the way he was dressed and how he had little pigtails and little, the little um, the, the white beater on. And so I thought he was an extra, but then he was like, oh, no, they are renting out my house, you know? So he already had an idea, even way back then, about the switch of ownership. Um, not too shortly after that, him and his brother got caught up, and they lost their house, and he did some time in jail. Um, but while he was in jail, he caught wind of entrepreneurship. You know, In jail, he learned that you can make more money flipping hair um, than drugs. So when he came out, he began to uh, start his own virgin hair collection line and started flipping that and selling that. And then he started focusing on prime real estate, which was basically what they were doing with Fairfax and Melrose. So he wanted to bring that high traffic to Crenshaw and Slauson. And so he ended up buying that, you know. Um, So he always had an idea of just doing things different and just ownership. And just recently, the deals were still coming in. He recently got a deal with Rock Nation, Jay-Z, with the Plains Partnership, with the Marathon and the Plains Partnership, with the Hats. You know, and that was one of the first, you know, Jay-Z right now is really about black excellence. Um, he's really about black wealth. And he kind of took young Nipsey under his wing um, because he's seen that the brother was giving back to the community and all about, you know, that positiveness about black wealth and, like, bringing that back to us. So um, things were just really getting underway for him and really starting to just, you know, move forward with this. Uh, so, you know, he always had that idea. That's what I remember from him. He always kind of knew about how to flip the tussle. And in an interview on CBS on Channel 2, he definitely said that he's never met a $120 million drug dealer. So, right. oh, wow. you know, he yeah, kind of always had the idea now. that if I'm going to make that money, right. Absolutely. Well, given that, Paul, I'm going to give right to you, good brother. Um, Raina, yeah. you knew him from way, way back. Um, I want to do justice to the brother's name. Is it Hermias? Yes. Yeah, Mr. Huh? Hermias Ashgadam. Like I said, I, I didn't want to fumble his name too much, but yeah, he. Um, right. It means God will rise. <laughs> yes, Say that's that his name. It's his actual. His birth name means Irmis means, or Hermias means God will rise. Come on now. That's the meaning. Come on of, now. That that's I the meaning of the thing. That audio that you know, the, his birth, his purpose in life was was meant for that, and he was always that kid that kind of you know stuck out. You know, he always had that that king leadership about him. Everybody in middle school, he was the ringleader because everybody wanted to be around him or follow him or things like that. So, um, and his legacy speaks for that. You know, God will rise, and, and what he was about, positivity, and, and everybody he was about, no matter all the underdogs, he was like your champion. I have to ask you, this is, Ju- is Juliana chiming in, um, really for my girl, for Raina. When you went to middle school with him, was there um, a story or two that stuck out in your mind, something that made you laugh or smile, that lets you know, dang, this dude is really special? Because when I watch your interview, um, she, you know, Raina did one of the uh, last interviews with him at the Rock Nation brunch, that's right. He said to you, hey, do you remember me? You didn't have to go saying, hey, bruh, it's right. me from... No, he... he, And that spoke volumes to me about right. how connected and grounded that he was. You didn't ask exactly. him the other way around, which probably... And, and you know, which would have been more in, more common. So what, what sticks out in your mind about the moment you knew he was special? 
Right. The fondest moments for me, not only was he a very cute guy, you know what I mean, but it was just that he had a way with words. So in our English class, you know, when we were doing our English teacher, she was one of those English teachers. She was one of our better teachers because she would kind of deviate from what we're supposed to be learning, and she really introduced us into black literature. She really introduced us into, yes. like, you know, Beloved. We're reading Beloved in that grade, you know what I mean? And um, so it's like what this grade teacher was... What grade were you guys were, reading Beloved? We were seventh grade. <laughs> but we were in... Wow, but, wow. Let me tell you something about our school. Marco Middle School was half public and half magnet. So we were in the magnet program, which means all of our classes were elevated. Um, you know, all of our classes were elevated, and we kind of we tested in, and we had better access, smaller classes, to education within the hood. So um, that was kind of the first thing that we all connected because we were both in the magnet program together um, in this school in Watts. Um, and sometimes that would cause a lot of uh, altercations because, you know, other kids thought that we were special or thought that we thought we were better or thought that we mm-hmm. were, um, you know, so it caused some sort uh, it would sometimes be some sort of, uh, it would cause some sort of like, you know, um, you know, the fighting. I, I sometimes we would have to get on each other's sides and things like that. But I mean, I remember he he knew that his language was so um, advanced that he really wouldn't be paying attention in class sometimes, and she would just call on him in class, and then he would just use all of his verbose words that he knew to make this long answer, and everyone would just start laughing. Da da da. Because he knew how to save himself, you know what I mean. Um, but we were, we had, we had, we had access to things through this magnet program, you know. Like, so I remember we went to camp one time. They took up, like, you know, twenty kids from South Central out to camp where we, we did things like archery and swimming, and so we got a little taste of the world outside of of the hood, you know what I mean. But you know, again, in middle school, we were still very innocent, and the pressure to kind of choose a game wasn't there when we were that young. Um, and it's not until, you know, high school when it's like now you can no longer really walk in that time of 90s game culture. It's like you have to choose a side, especially as a male. And he wasn't an athlete. You know, game cultures will forgive athletes because they know that, you know, this person might be the next LeBron. So we don't, you know, we don't give him the same pressure to join the game so that he can go be LeBron. So if you weren't, if you weren't doing sports, but you're just a really smart kid, you know, he just got into the hustle, got into the gang culture because he kind of had to. Um, and one thing that really stuck out was that he started to realize that the big homie that was teaching him the game was teaching him an archaic game in a new world. So all the new homies that were trying to get put on were starting to get caught up because, you know, the police now have social media and there's cameras and there's things. And so you're trying to put in work for the hood and you're just getting caught up easy. You know, you're trying to put the the, the, the game, the, the the hood on your your arm and get caught up for something else, and you're not even part of that game, but you want to put it on there just to be cool because you're from there. Now you have gang affiliation. So this was him all the time talking about gang culture, telling the little homies, look, I learned the hard way. I went to jail and learned this way. He's trying to put people on always. They don't have to learn the way that he learned. Um, right. So he was just such an advocate for things like that and with kids and everything else. So it was just... Everybody, and now there's a lot of conspiracy circling around what was going on with with Dr. Sidney. Um, You know, Lisa Lefty Lopez also tried to reveal the story about this man who fought, uh, proved that he kind of, you know, cured AIDS and different diseases. So Nick Cannon now has said that he is going to vow to finish the documentary um, for for Sidney. So 
things are happening. And, and this is a guy that scheduled today at four, like 30 minutes ago, there was supposed to be a meeting between Nipsey and the LAPD to talk about gang culture and how it can help. Um, this right. was established three months ago by Jay Brown, <laughs> Rock Nation, and they were going to help facilitate this event. They're still doing it. They're going to do it tomorrow, 4 p.m. in Los Angeles. And they're going to have, um, in honor of him, they're going to have police there, and they're going to have a, represent- a representative from Rock Nation there um, to discuss this talk about, you know, gang culture. So these are the things that he had set up and in motion, um, and right. they're still going to happen. But, you know, it just says a lot about him and as a kid. And uh, Oh, and it says a lot about his influence and reach. Uh, let me get this in here. This is KCWG, thetruth.com. The name of this program is Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome, and we're joined tonight in a conversation about the life and contribution of the amazing Nipsey Hussle. We have on the line Ms. Raina Royale, Ms. Juliana J. Bowden, and we're going to come back to you ladies in just a minute. We're almost out of time, but there's a good brother named Paul on the line. Good brother, are you still there? I sure am, man. I sure am. It's a sad Yes, sad, Mr. Rap Sheet Hollywood. Yeah. Come on now. Sad, good sad brother. Day, uh, what know? can you tell us about um, your uh, knowledge of this good brother, Mr. Nipsey Hussle? Yeah, man. My, my background is in, in television. Um, so I'm a television producer, and I you know, I love hip-hop, always been about hip-hop, you know, from the East Coast. So one of the things when I moved out to L.A., you know, you always kind of have this stigmatism about, you know, hip-hop and then keeping it real and, you know, all of those things. Uh, one of the things that I noticed about uh, Nipsey that just stood out right away is, and I think Juliana touched on it just a little bit, but his skill set was there. You know, he was he was not a brother that was just randomly saying things on a track. You know, it was like he was very... Um, well-versed in the history of hip-hop and how you're able to convey thoughts, you know, as a musician, how you are able to put messages in your rap. And that was one thing that stood out to me. It was very clear, like, this brother was a, a, a G rapper. He was a gangster rapper, but he was giving you nuggets of information about how you can come up in this struggle but but be able to persevere, how to economically support uh, provide for you and your family and your community. And um, it wasn't just all about drugs and kicks and, you know, cars. He really had substance to his rap. So that was one of the things that first caught my attention. Like, okay, this dude is not your average, you know, West Coast gangster rapper. Like, he had a depth to him. And then the more I started to just kind of hear his music and see his message, I recently, or probably like a year ago, I saw him at the, uh, the West Fest uh, concert. And um, his professionalism was on another level. Like, everybody knows his grind with all the mixtapes that he did and how he was able to change a lot of what we see in the rap industry. First off, how you get signed, and even if you want to get signed and what you could do independent, this brother was on his grind and was able to pave a way so that the major record labels had to come to him now and be able to negotiate. So those are things that your average rapper, you know, just doesn't do. And uh, this brother, Nipsey, may he rest in peace, man, was just, he was just a a smart, phenomenal um, black man. He was a smart, phenomenal black man. And he understood that. He understood what he represented. He understood what his place was in society. And he was trying to uplift people, man. So it was very sad that we come to a day where, you know, we have this senseless violence and, and this brother was taken from us. Absolutely. 
Well, I want to swing back and um, get a final thought from each one of you. We could speak forever about this brother and forever in an hour, you know what I mean? He made such an imprint on all of us. I mean, whether you were a fan of his music or not, you cannot deny the grind. You cannot deny what he rose up from. I mean, his contribution speaks for itself. Um, entrepreneurship, real estate, business, music, marketing, uh, the brother covered it all. And he was loyal to his woman and his child. Uh, Miss Lauren London, I would definitely want to send a shout out to her. Uh, one final thought for me is that this, this, this cat was very loyal to his team. And I'm, I can't speak on it the way y'all can, but I know from interviews that I've seen with him that he had an opportunity to come up on some additional success, but it would only mean success for him. But unless his whole team came up, he wasn't really with that. So that's definitely something that I'm going to remember from him. But let me get some closing thoughts from uh, Miss uh, Raina Royale, uh, the good brother who we just heard from, from Rap Sheet Magazine, as well as Juliana Boda. Miss Raina Royale, final thoughts about the life of Mr. Nipsey Hussle. Final thoughts of the life of him is remembering him, his legacy, what his name means, God will rise, that his death is going to have purpose for people to start really looking into um, supporting unity within the black community. They tried to make it seem like, well, hey, you, you, you do everything you can, and you still get gunned down in the streets. But I think it's just giving light to we do need to support each other. We do need to support his legacy. And to support him, just stream Victory Lab. The brother owned all his masters, and those proceeds will be going to his family. Oh so God. that will be my final wow. thoughts for him. Keep your head up. Wow, yeah. you did it right. No, that's huge. He did uh, it right. Thank you so much, Rainer Royale. Good brother, Pookie from Rap Go ahead, good brother. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. Pook Diesel, Rap Sheet Hollywood. Uh, I just want to say that this brother was something, someone that we all should study. You know, we should study his music. We should study his legacy. We should study how he carried himself in real life and a lot of the business acumen that he brought to um to, to L.A., to, to the rap game, and uh, just to black black people overall. You know, it's, it's sad that, you know, he had to be killed um, doing what he always talked about doing, which was building within his own community. So it could be sad, but let's take his legacy and put it in action. Let's show that what he started, we can mm. all finish. Absolutely. Beautiful sentiments, man. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And Miss Juliana J. Bowden. I want to thank Nipsey Hussle for opening up the STEM Center um, that he, you know, provided as a co-working space and a place in the Crenshaw District for people to learn more about technology. He was in the middle of combining his music aspirations with his with, with his interest in technology, and also he was a part of an investment group with, along with DJ Khaled that was putting into, I believe, at least the Viceroy Hotel in Santa Monica. Uh, I could be getting my hotels mixed up, but he had commercial real estate uh, interests that were augmenting what he was doing in the Crenshaw District, along with what he was doing in technology, along with what he had already accomplished in music, and just building, 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 building. And in support of his in support of that legacy i would say for all of us in his name to keep building mm. beautiful and i'll tell you um he was that voice even during the uh 2016 presidential election i'm reading here that he had a song about the uh this current president 
And all he wanted to highlight was uh, his positive relationship with uh, Mexican immigrants to the United States. And given that we just uh, lost him yesterday, that was also the birthday of uh, Cesar Chavez, uh, who represented one of the first major civil rights leaders in the Hispanic community. So Nipsey was a real cat. I mean, that, that's all I can say. But Reina, uh, good brother P, Juliana Bolden, thank you so much. Uh, for this contribution and these insights. Uh, I cannot thank you enough for what you just shared with us about the life and times and a legacy of Mr. Nipsey Hussle. May he continue to rest in power.